Hey, I'm Morgan, and this is my podcast, Recipes for Happiness. The concept of this podcast is pretty simple. Think of it like an audio research project where I have interviews, tips, and advice from people that I value the most. Several years ago, I became obsessed with how to cultivate happiness in my own life as I evolve and change, and how others have been able to do that in their life, both professionally and personally. So let's get started with today's episode. All right, let's get started with today's episode. I'm super excited because I'm coming back from this amazing day trip where me, along with four other of my friends, decided to take our 11 kids down to the Frost Science Museum in Miami by Brightline Train, which was such a cool and amazing experience. And for anyone that is living or visiting South Florida, I highly recommend going to the Science Museum because it is so freaking cool. And there is a whole exhibit right now on mummies, which was awesome. And on top of it, you can take the Brightline train, which is so convenient and clean and modern and safe and just awesome. And you don't have to worry about traffic. So shout out to this amazing experience and my friends that went with me yesterday on this trip with our 11 kids and somehow we survived successfully and didn't um, come back completely drained. It was really, really, really cool. But on the way back from Miami, back up to West Palm, I got to sit next to one of my best friends, Emily, and we were talking about all the changes that have occurred recently in her life. And the biggest one was her decision to go back in her early 40s to become a first-year teacher at one of the local elementary schools around here. And I am just so excited for her and so proud of her for being able to do this in her life. And we were kind of just talking about cultivating happiness and how it's this constant, ever-changing thing in our lives and how if you had asked her five or 10 years ago, if she would have ever had any interest in being an educator, she would have basically laughed at you and been like, absolutely not. And here she is, and she couldn't be more ecstatic about her decision, even though she knows there's going to be, you know, some hard times and there's going to be a lot of feeling of being overwhelmed. Her overall feeling right now is this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm super excited excited about it. And she has this very real sense of what to expect, which I think makes it even better because she's very realistic about, you know, the trials and tribulations and just everything that goes along with being a teacher. And I just, from a personal standpoint, am so excited for her because even though I resigned from education, I'm always going to be an educator by heart. And I just absolutely am excited for her to pursue this. But as we were talking about this, we brought up the diagram of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is this motivational theory in psychology comprising of a five-tier model of human needs that is often depicted by a pyramid. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes so that you can actually see this diagram along with a couple of articles that I think will really resonate with you. So to back up for a minute, we learn about Maslow's hierarchy of needs in psychology and education because 
Basically, what it is saying is that a student cannot perform to their highest ability if their basic needs are not met. So at the bottom of this pyramid are physiological needs such as air, food, water, clothing, shelter, safety needs such as personal security, um, financial security, etc. And as you work your way up from those pot bottom two stages, you hit love and belonging, which consists of your relationships with and friendships. And then there is the esteem stage. And then at the tip of this pyramid is self-actualization, which is the desire to become the most that one can be. And so we really focus on this as educators. And I've always really resonated with this pyramid because most of my career was in inner city, Title I, low socioeconomic status schools, where a lot of times the majority of the students were coming to school hungry, their clothes hadn't been washed in a week, they didn't have backpacks, some of them were homeless. And so all of our basic, the basic needs of these students had to be met in order for them even to think about performing in school, which in itself was such an eye-opening experience. And, um, and so that's where, that's where I'm coming from as an educator. But as I was learning about this in college, even back 20 years ago, I thought to myself, you know what? This isn't just about education. This is about humans in general because as you go through different stages in your life and your life changes, you, I, I have always referred back to this pyramid and said to myself, you know what? Like I'm at the love and belonging stage right now. Like I feel like my physiological needs are met. I feel safe. Now I need to work on my friendships and building friendships. And one of the most um, memorable things for me was when I graduated from college, I got a job at this charter school. And it was a really good eye-opening experience, but I was so um, caught up in my career that I had lost all of my friends. So in order for me to even think about, you know, growing in this career path that I had taken, I really couldn't because my relationships with everyone around me was a disaster and I was completely off balance, right? Another um, memory of mine was just within the last two years, my life has taken such a drastic change where I resigned from education because it wasn't serving me personally anymore. And I decided that I needed to um, fulfill a different path in my life, which is running a business with my husband. But also on top of it, there were other things that happened. For example, my mom had passed away, which was really traumatic. So I went from feeling like I was at the top of my career in education from a professional standpoint, and I was a mess personally, to resigning from education. And then all of these other things and events happened to me, which kind of snowballed. And I was back at square one 
of figuring out my physiological and safety and relationship stages on this pyramid. And one of the reasons that I find that this pyramid is so important in my own life is because it's kind of this reality check where I can look at it and say to myself, you know what? Wait a minute. Like I can't fit, I can't reach the top here because I'm stuck on level two. Like I need to figure out my financial security before I can even figure out exactly what I really want to do in my life. And even though this organizational chart was made so long ago, it can fit into each of our lives in order to really put together a plan to cultivate happiness in our lives and not be able to skip different stages that are so extremely important to find and cultivate that that um, ultimate happiness that we're all trying to fulfill. So I am going to put, like I said, a link or two in the show notes for you to look through, but I really encourage you to do this because as I was talking to my friend, Emily, we realized that it is this endless cycle, right? Like as we're human, we, you know, change our wants and our needs and our desires and our relationships change, our jobs change. We have trauma that happen in our lives, free, you know, however often or not often often, but things are always changing. Change is inevitable. And sometimes it's really great. Sometimes it's really, really, really hard, but it is so relatable when you're looking at this chart. It almost makes you feel like you're not alone because you can say to yourself, you know what? Like I'm in this esteem phase of Dr. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like I'm trying to figure out how to build strength within myself and how to find this ultimate freedom that I'm looking for. Like I, right now, all of my friendships and my relate, my family's in order. I feel safe. Or maybe you might be in a situation where you're going through a divorce or you had a death in the family and you're grieving and you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out the safety needs of this diagram. But whatever it is, it just kind of gives you a reality check and it kind of gives you this um, clean sense of purpose where you're, you know, sitting there and you're able to really look at this diagram and deep dive and figure out exactly what stage you're in and how you can move up in this season of your life to figure out how to cultivate the ultimate happiness um, for where you are right now. So with that being said, I really hope that me nerding out a little bit yesterday with my friend Emily and bringing up this Maslow's hierarchy of needs and deciding to share it with you today will benefit you. And it's some a little nugget that you can stick in this recipe book that you're putting together to cultivate happiness in your own life. And I can't wait to join you next Tuesday for a really amazing, interview I have in store for you. So until next Tuesday, have a great week and I will be back here. Bye. If you like today's podcast, go ahead and share it with a friend. And if you would like to reach out to me, you can find me at Instagram at recipes for happiness podcast or through Gmail at recipes for happiness at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.